Patriots podcast. Uh, today we're drinking uh, funky beer. No, I don't know. We haven't had it, so why, why would you say it's funky? Well, the can's a little weird, and uh, the it's, way that they talk about it's really weird. It's eighties. I mean, it's just like it's it's very satisfying. He's wearing like a, a drive a metallic coat. He looks like he's wearing a Kung Fury coat. Yeah. Yeah, Nineteen New Belgium's 1985 IPA. It's in the Voodoo Ranger series, which is their IPA series. Not their only IPA, but, like, it's an IPA series. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of rotating seasonal beers, and this is one of those. You know what bothers me about the... Voodoo Ranger series. That they don't have Liquid Paradise anymore? Yeah, that's pretty obnoxious because that's a pretty tasty beer. The best of the series, in my opinion. Do agree with you. Uh, the other annoying thing is people treat Voodoo Ranger as a brewery. They'll go, yeah. oh, Voodoo Ranger's 1985. And I'm like, you mean New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger 1985? Yeah. Like, not that you have to say all that, but I'm just saying it's like, it just sounds like I could like get your point, but... You're making it sound like Voodoo Rangers a brewery, and and that's just not the truth at all. It just is weird to me. I mean, I, I can know. see it, right? Because it's like a total rebrand, other than New Belgium. Like it, like it's yeah. it's an it's its own branded series. So, but yeah, there's some cans where it's like you really but don't kinda... kid yourself. <laughs> New Belgium made it. Yeah, there's some cans you really gotta search for it, honestly. So. Um, I'm really excited for this beer. Uh, I always am really excited to try more of the Voodoo Ranger series because I used to really like the Voodoo Ranger until Nick and I drank way too much of it in way one night. Way too much. Um, and the Liquid Paradise, uh, like I said, is very good. Um, so I always, I'm always chasing after a new one of those. Yeah. Um, this is going to be like a mango-y tropical boy. So we'll see. We'll see if that means thick. Thick haze, thick juice, I don't know. Playing it the scientifically safe way here by wafting it. Yeah. It's dangerous to smell a beer. I mean, you, don't for you, t- I know. You don't, <laughs> don't want to get too close. You can drown, man. It's real. That smells hairy mango-y, so they nailed it there. I know you got to be excited. Even though it's a ha- like a hazy beer, I like you love mangoes. I like mangoes. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be good. I'm, I'm just worried it's going to be too sweet and not hoppy enough. That's all I'm worried about. Yeah, you saw the IBUs, and you're like, ooh. Which is 30, by the way. 30%. Crisp, hard 30, which we've already talked about. I don't fucking believe that shit. Who knows? I don't know. Could be more, could be less. <sighs> I'm happy to say the bitterness is at a good level. That just smells like a mango. No, that's what I was saying. Like just like that's... not like not like super mango, but like it smells like a mango. Mm-hmm. Like not mango flavors. That's what I was it smells saying. Like a mango. That's what I was saying, yeah, I wasn't joking. You could have put chopped up some mango, closed my eyes, put it in a cup, and like had me smell both of them, and I I would have been like, you put mango in you two put glasses. Mangoes. <laughs> no, hundred percent. That's what we what we're getting here. Um, and the taste is i think delightful very mango yes very mango yes um but really light right crisp very light and crisp and has a good amount of bitterness like it's pretty well balanced for like a sweet fruity ipa 
It's definitely on the sweet side. It's not like, you know, a bitter IPA. Yeah, but it's like I said, well balanced for a sweet fruity IPA. Yeah, it's not like a really thick, juicy, syrupy. Yeah, sticky. It's it's very yeah. clean and yeah. yeah. Uh, so far, anyways. Yeah. First impression, first drink. That's true. Yeah. By the time we get to the second one, that very well could change. But I don't know. I, I like it. They turn this one into a double IPA, then I'd be like, Ew. "Oof, that'd be hard." Yikes, that would be hard. But this is nice. When I want a citrus beer, New Belgium, this is the kind of subtlety that I'm looking for. Okay, not squeezed tangerine with some drops of alcohol molecules. Okay. Not what I want. Uh, I was I went to the store with the full intention of getting the citradelic, mm. and they didn't have it, so I I went mm. with this one. Um, Thank God, but cried. Full intention. Cried. All the tears on this episode while drinking this beer would have cried. Well, that beer. Um, I was happy to pick up some. Uh, not quite hometown, but a home area beer recently. The all day IPA, and I also thoroughly enjoyed the session IPA. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And I I always want to call it the all day pale. Oh and yeah, I'm yeah. Like, so when you say all day IPA, it throws me off. Even though I know it's correct, I'm like, why do I think it's the pale? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's a session. Well, it rhymes. Of course, it's correct. Yeah. You know? So, but no, I'm with you. It's uh very much like even calling it a session IPA is probably pushing your <laughs> pushing your luck. It's that's how I feel about the uh the wolf pup as well. Oh that's oh yeah, that is an IPA, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a session. Session. Yeah, the session of the uh Wolf Among Weeds. Yeah. Uh both great beers. Yeah. And in fifteen packs. Yeah. I I'm still I think I've told you, I still am way more partial to the Wolf Among Weeds. The Wolf Pup is just like too light. Like I would rather have an all day IPA than a wolf pup personally. The the thing I like about the wolf pups is is that they're so like it tastes like water. Very crushable. Yeah. It just like they they are the epitome of like going out camping in ninety degree weather. This is my water. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It, I mean, again, yeah, it's good. I enjoy it, don't get me wrong. But yeah. I think my uh the first time I went to try it was at one of Golden Road's locations, and I was like, I was pretty excited because I was like, oh, I've had the Wolf Among Weeds, like this would be cool to try, and I was just like, eh, it's it's fine, but I just had high expectations. It's very light. Yeah, it's very light. Is all. Um, I want to see if you know the answer to this question because uh, you're you're a homeowner, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you own your home. Correct. Uh, the home in which we are residing in is yours. Yes. Okay. And you furnish it with your own belongings. I do. Okay. What in the Sam Hell is what what does mid-century mean? Okay. I go look at tables like oh this this mid-century mahogany, all oh, this mid-century hat stool. I don't it seems like it's just an adjective they throw on there to charge more money for something. I don't know what it means. It is a style of furniture 
like uh like you could get modern furniture you could get contemporary uh it basically means like styled after like the 50s and 60s mm. uh i hate with a passion mid-century furniture mm-hmm. uh because i think that's where like all the like oaky bullshit comes from and i hate oak interesting i despise it why that's why we're painting our cabinets so light. yeah i just the color like the really woods. bothers me okay I don't I don't know why but like I just I just I just hate it. What about a maple? Not a fan. Really? Better. But yeah. Not a fan. I th- maple does oak ironically look- reminds me of maple syrup so I just whenever I see maple I think sticky. Mm. Does does oak just look cheap? Cuz I feel like all of like the cheap plastic woods are ma- modeled after oak. Yeah. That might be part of it. Like your your cabinets right now like currently are like an oak, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it's just. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I'm with you. It's it's hard. I, like, I don't think it's yeah. cheap. I just. It, it's not pleasing. That, that mid range you don't like. Just, yeah. It's fair. It's fair. Gross. Yeah, I would. I would much rather have a a rich mahogany or a, like a walnut. I am a big walnut fan. Yeah, walnuts beautiful. in almost all cases. <laughs> it just yeah. It's expensive though. That's the like yeah. real walnut is like, mm-hmm. yikes. Do you know why that is? Is it like hard to work with, or is it like super dense? Maybe I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I, like I was looking at tables and uh, like I am just a sucker for like a really nice wood table, and there was a lot of cool shit that I was seeing, and I was just like, what the fuck is mid century and why is all this so expensive? Yeah, I'm trying to like open. So I'm looking at Wayfair right now. Yeah, I'm looking at mid-century. Right. Uh, so if I go to shop by style, I don't. They don't even have mid-century under style. They have rustic, coastal, modern, country, glam, industrial, eclectic, and traditional. So I, I assume, uh, like traditional to modern. Hmm. Uh, but I don't. I don't know. So I don't find this profile that I saw everything on, and I can't find it anymore. I don't, I don't know what the hell it was that I was seeing it all on. But I mean, honestly, I think it's like I think it's all bullshit. Just like the categories, because I I yeah. agree with you. You're like you look at one thing and you're like, okay, I I guess I have an idea of what mid century is, and then you look at something else and you're like, mm, I don't yes, know. yeah, like that's I would not have put those two things in the same category. Like I don't understand. So. Yeah, that's just where I'm at with everything. Or we went to... Uh, so, like, this doesn't... I don't know. Some of it's fine. And why do you need to categorize it, right? Like, just say, here's a table. You you like it or you don't. Like, if I can read the word mid-century, I can see the table. I, I can tell how it looks. You don't got to tell me what it is. Yeah. It just seems bullshit. I don't know. Sometimes I think it's helpful. Like, Like, for example... I wanted a modern couch. Mm. That's why it's got like the way that it is. It's very, <laughs> it's got like the metal legs and it's got like some of the like geometric and the foldy things that, like, cause I wanted, I wanted it specifically to look like that. And then like, we're going to pair it with more like the mid century, like, uh, like vinyl player and mm. mm-hmm. maybe do a cool accent chair. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
I don't know. None of it's going to be oak. That's all I know. <laughs> Fucking none of it. If you're a furniture expert, let us know what you uh, know on the topic. Is yeah, what you prefer and why. I'm like you. Like I, I appreciate the categories because I'm like, oh, that's kind of what near what I want. I'll look it's around for that. searching. Um, but like I really don't like unless it's like if I have a picture of something in my head, I can't be like, oh, that's this style of chair. Like like your couch. If I were to try to find that, I would have searched couch black couch <laughs> i don't i don't know what any of the things the descriptors of that would be yeah. i would go black couch and just find what i need from there i mean i think i pretty much did the same like i did like black leather couch and then like something would the description would be like modern couch and then i clicked on that you know yeah yeah i just kind of kept refining from there yeah makes sense makes sense yeah i don't know Slowly but surely, I have to remind myself that I'm a I'm a poor twenty something year old, you know, that I don't need all this extra furniture that I want to buy. And furniture's expensive. It very much is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have made very little contribution to the furniture in our house. Like a dining room table, mm-hmm. very expensive. Like for a nice one. Oh right, yeah. You know, uh, luckily we have nowhere to put one. <laughs> The table you do have in your kitchen is really nice, but it's definitely more decorative than it is, uh, like... Useful. Yeah. yeah. One person could comfortably eat on it, even though there's two chairs. Um, two stools, I should say. Yeah. Not chairs. No. Two very uncomfortable stools. Yes. I mean, they're not... Uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable for an extended period of time. Yeah, if I'm sitting there longer than like a half hour, I'm like, yeah. ooh, what's going on here? And it's been nice. Like, w- I think we did it once where we moved the table to our back, like, mm. deck area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was nice. Now we have a grill out there, so not happening. Nope. And plants. Yeah. 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 It's, it's filled up. Yeah. Um, you, you got your little, uh, you got your little outdoor table, you know, that, that does the job for what you need it for. Mm-hmm. It's really honestly like the perfect size. You don't really need much yeah. more bigger. Like if y'all are splitting whatever you made and then have a drink for both of you, it fits perfectly. The only time where it gets too small is if we're having like steak or something, but then I usually just put my wood cutting board on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's just leave it at, put your wood on put it. Put my wood on it. <laughs> I do have a couple pieces of wood, so, I mean, they'd just be ambiguous. Yeah, it would be weird to do that, but you could do that. Could do. Right. I, I, yeah, I'm, I would rather buy, like, I don't know. I don't cook a lot, but I enjoy cooking. And so I would much rather fill my house up with, like, random kitchen trinkets that I know will make my life better than, like, a nice table. I would just rather spend my money there. I just don't think I eat on a dining room table much. No, I I I grew up eating at the table, but then as I got older, all of us were like, we've spent 17 years with you. You're just kind of boring at this point. There's really <laughs> nothing left to talk about, so we might as well watch like a movie or a show or something. 
so that's pretty much what ended up happening in my family. And I think still my mom, my dad, who, you know, live by themselves in their, in their house now, I think still probably do just eat in the, in the family room, watch, watch something and do that. Yeah. And that's what we do. We just like, if I'm having dinner, we just sit and watch a movie or something. That's generally what we do, or you know, like in in our case, since we don't have a dining room table, it's not really relevant. But that's what we do, and uh, now that it's like we have good weather, we eat outside. Yeah, right. But outside of that, it's like, well, they're on a show or something, and eat at the coffee table. Yeah, that's probably the one one next thing I would like to purchase, and I know I could get it something cheap. Would be like an outdoor table, so that way I could mm-hmm. could eat out on the balcony. Um. Or set my drink on something other than a chair, <laughs> you know. Um, Just get the little metal table that we have. That's again, it's perfect. Right? Yeah. What, like twenty bucks, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I, it honestly probably got an Amazon, and I can just search my orders. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That might take longer than just searching Amazon, honestly. But probably. Yeah. But, but either way, I yeah, I imagine I could get one for like twenty or thirty bucks. Uh, I did not buy it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was quick. I searched table and I got a Chakron microphone. Totally. A table so ground nice. black pepper. Mm. And then a Tascam the portable table. digital recorder. That also can go on a table. All three of those can go on a table. <laughs> well, not so much the first. Not, it's weird. Not so much the uh, shotgun mic. It's just weird. Uh, it came up because it's tablet. Oh. Uh, yeah. Weird. That's very interesting. I did recently get one of these. Oh, yeah. Cast iron or? Uh, yeah, cast iron. Nice. I like the hand grips. That will be helpful for you. <laughs> yeah, I burned the fuck out of my hands on cast iron. <laughs> uh, what was that random thing? A black thing at the bottom? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, probably something to like put it on? I don't know. Weird. Silicone hot handle. Hand- oh, it's a scraper. Oh, nice. that's that is nice. Uh, yeah, I'm showing Nick a a like cast iron pan, but it's like made for pizza that I got because that's what I was wondering how big it was for like pizza size. Yeah, interesting. For I want to I want to get into that pizza making. We could make a Chicago deep dish. With that, it might be a little difficult. With my current cast iron, we probably could. Fair enough. Cause that, cause my my the cast iron pan actually has some like depth. To probably it. same with yours. Yeah, got some got some lids. Yeah, it does. Uh, be a little short, but like we could. <laughs> Who are we kidding? I mean, if we're making a Chicago yeah. deep dish like that, <laughs> both of us would eat a slice of that and be like, yeah. okay, done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, between the four of us, we probably wouldn't finish a full and cast. I, we'd probably finish your cast iron. Yeah, good point. But it would be a slice each, and we but we would be stuffed. It would be like two thirds of a slice for Elizabeth and Renee, and then like a slice and a third for me and you. Yeah, yeah, and we'd be set. We would be golden. Probably should, like more than set. We should do that soon. Yeah, that'd be that'll be really easy to do. Once I get this, which is soon, like this weekend, yeah. we should like do both. Oh yeah, hell yeah! You roll with the deep dish. You you say that, but I don't know how to do it as much <laughs> as you don't. No, I know it. Well, my thing was we do it together. Now you're like, you'll do that. I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I feel the pressure. No, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. Okay. Uh, yeah, like that's, I'll, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you, like, you got to be the one who's like, you got to be the know-how. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can help. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
And hey, I have a pizza cutter now. That is great news, buddy. Over two years of living in the house, I haven't <laughs> had a pizza cutter. I just use a knife. <laughs> Which is really obnoxious when you get to the like middle. It, no, if, it's just obnoxious in general. Yeah, it's not a good time. Every time I get a pizza that I need to cut, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have one of those. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have been the kick in the pants you needed because it is it is so great. Well, yeah, we talked about it like a day before we went to the store, uh, which has um, – we went to the Met, which has a bunch of like kitchen accessories and stuff as well. And um, I was complaining because I have a thing with uh, – like kitchen tools mm-hmm. and silverware and every if it can't I, can't be little bitch boy stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. I just if it's light and flimsy, I will hate it. So like, I I can't I I rarely can buy that kind of stuff off of Amazon or it's just or I'm just gonna throw it away. Yeah, because it'll annoy me once and I will be like <laughs> fuck this and right. I'll just throw it away. Right. It, yeah, it's impossible to be able to get dimensions. Like something like a glass, even 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 a glass where you had to learn through ordering things. Like again, the, I have like a the problem weight buying needed. rocks glasses. Right, you you needed to gauge the weight, and you finally kind of found like uh like a marker. You know, like okay, it can't be like it cannot weigh less than this. Like if it yeah. weighs less than this, it's going to be dog shit. Like any more, it might not be great, but at least we're like in the good territory here. Uh, and so, I mean, yeah, your fucking silverwares are absolute tanks, which is nice because it feels good. And I'm with you there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like the, <laughs> the one downside because my silverware is real it's fucking heavy. really heavy. <laughs> the one downside is you can't carry the silverware on a plate uh-huh. without putting your like without holding it or otherwise it's just flying off. Yeah. Like it's... you tip it a little bit. The silverware is like. Well, I'm the heaviest thing on earth, so. <laughs> yeah, if it's not falling off the plate, it's like ice skating around your plate. And yeah. it's like getting in all your food. And you're like, how am I supposed to grab this fork now? It's got <laughs> tomato sauce all over it. It's ridiculous. But, but like, they feel great. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful to use. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just annoying to carry. Yeah. But I would, I would say, yeah, I would say it's totally worth it, personally. Because I'm with you. I mean, the silverware that we bought was like, you know, Walmart dollar shit because we just needed silverware. Yeah. Um, and then when you guys uh, upgraded to your color coordinating silverware. Yeah, so we <laughs> we bought silverware that was silver. And then uh, I was going to buy another set. And they had a matte black and a rose gold, um, like two sets. of yeah. One was matte black and one was rose gold. And I, was, and I messaged Elizabeth that. And I was like, hey. For our next set that we buy, instead of buying silver, we should we should do one of these. And then she just bought a pair of the black and a pair of the <laughs> yeah. rose gold and then gave them the silver. <laughs> she just bought it. She's like, done. <laughs> She's sold. Yeah, she was completely sold on that the second was, you showed I, her. I was just like researching. I was like, some point in the future, sometimes it gets annoying having this little silverware. And she's done. like, bought. Done. <laughs> Here you go. Don't need this shit anymore. <laughs> Which I was not mad about at all because it is nice silverware. Like, yeah, very nice silverware. Uh, but it wasn't black or rose gold, so it was out. <laughs> that was fantastic. My gosh. You're getting blown up today or something. I don't know. No, no, no. I was just opening my phone. Okay. Uh, I was trying to see. I, I think the Have only thing. you seen thing... you go, like, Fair enough. a lot. Well, I, I, it's a little bit of a habit. Um, I just like to be time aware. I don't know why. Fair enough. Yeah. 
I disagree, but fair enough. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why. I don't like it. I think it's more of a habit at this point, and I need to kind of kick it because it's pointless. What I what I found is turning off all of your notifications for, like, badges and stuff Yeah, helps so much because I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. And then what I realized is you get in the habit when things just blow up on your phone every 10 seconds – to like checking it then every ten seconds then, if it's even if it's not yeah even if it's not you're like do I have notification don't like I yeah. I don't know if it's like some like trigger like Pavlov's conditioning like right. you're just conditioned to, absolutely right to check your phone at that point I don't know yeah um well yeah. well they say uh I accidentally turned on my Gmail notifications oof uh like three days ago or something because right. my I was like setting up my iPad again and. Uh, accidentally press turn on notifications mm. um that lasted about two hours <laughs> like nope fuck this can't do it man just signed up for too much shit at this point you know uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's more of a hassle to unsubscribe from all this shit to then rather than just deleting it all or i what i do is just edit mark all is red yeah well so the problem that that i'm having that it was <laughs> It's a good idea, but played out, it just doesn't really it just doesn't really work out. So, um, I have my Gmail set up where, like, all like coupons and promotional things from websites go in a promotional folder, and then anything like from Twitter and things like that it goes into a social folder. And these are like like Gmail created these, and and they tag the items. Like they smart tag them. Like yep. you don't have any say over it. You can't say, "Hey, mark this as a promotional for next time," or "mark mark this not as a promotional for next time." You have no say over it at all. And you, that's what the part that I hate about it. The weird thing is, is like they actually mark things as important versus not important, and they know. And you can like change. You you can change that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like if. Amazon or like what's a good example? Like if Voodoo, for example, um like sends me their ads for like their their deals of movies and stuff, uh it'll it won't mark it as important, but if I buy a movie and email and Voodoo sends me an email like confirming that, Here, yeah, here's Gmail will mark it as important. It's really weird. It's really cool, but it's, it's, it's cool, weird. But yeah. It's also why I have no problem giving Google my fucking social security. I'm like, take it. Like, whatever you need it for, I'm sure it's for the better. This is why we disagree on the ads, because I think, I think just, like, Google knows everything about you so much so that it, it like, <laughs> like, if, if, if you had the ability <laughs> to ask Google with infinite resources what you're going to do, in three years from today, on the day, like on May twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, Google will probably like, like get close to accurate. Well, right? you're you're gonna forget about it after like a month, right? Like yeah. you're gonna f- forget completely yeah. about that. And then it, yeah, if it were to then, uh, so then nonetheless, after a year, after two years, like you're if gonna, I, you're if gonna I could about ask it. Google, yeah, what is Nick gonna do in three years? And I just oh, okay. didn't tell you. Yeah, you didn't tell me. Yeah, yeah, it would probably be. Stupid accurate, uh, yeah. which is insane. Yeah, like if no, you just think about it, right. Well, but but that's the thing. So I don't. It's not advertising necessarily. It's I have my very specific agendas with specific companies. That's my thing. No, I know. I don't. I, I don't trust Facebook with yeah. fucking anything. Yeah. I don't want Facebook. I Facebook, although they 
probably have it. They tell me they don't even have my phone number. Yeah, Facebook's the worst. Yes. And so I want to keep it that way. Facebook Facebook is just a data mine. Although Facebook knows that I live in Tacoma at this point because my phone has resided here for such a long time. Technically on Facebook, it still says I live in San Dimas. I not San Dimas, I then moved back to Illinois for two years. Yeah, and I mean, then I've not been just, here for a year. You're just talking about what your profile displays, but like Yeah. If it knows if, so yeah, much more. Facebook but that's had, what I hate. Facebook probably has like a feature where you could turn on like automatic profile updating or something where yeah uh probably if you turn that on within like 10 seconds it'd be like hey do you want to update your lived in location to tacoma probably probably man honestly uh and there's some there's so many but there's so many different things where facebook's like oh you know log in with facebook for this log in with facebook for that uh link your facebook account with this never ever do i do that because i just i don't like them i don't trust them like nothing about them like any other than like the fact that I have their app, I say no to anything that Facebook pops up as. Um, but Google, on the other hand, I like I said, I fully trust. I'd give my goddamn social security number. Not like they probably already don't have it, but like I would give that to Google. Like I said, they probably got a good reason for it. I don't know, man. They just they've never done me wrong. That, was, that, that you know of, right? That, that like, I know of, yeah, that's, that's true. They probably have sold my information to somebody. That, exactly. But I like to think that it was for you the are, best. You are a product. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, movies like Her and... Um, I see. I, I mean, I say that in a negative connotation, but at the same time, like, me being a product does still help me in a lot of ways. It's interesting you bring that up. Um, somebody... A downhill skater, a woman, posted this little—I don't—I don't know if it was a picture on her story, whatever. She posted a little blurb, a little caption on it, saying like—and I imagine it was follow-up to people hating on a lot of girl skaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you—you probably have seen on some like they'll have this random longboard company like Sector Nine or Arbor, where they'll post a picture of this girl who's just like doing nothing on a longboard other than like making it look cool and and like you go to their profile and it's like okay this person cruises and that's to the extent of their abilities they don't do fast downhill they don't do any tricks they don't like slide or anything so as far as like the downhill community is concerned like they're not good at skating you know and so I'm assuming that's kind of where this came from um, because some some girls or maybe even her w- were getting like some smack about not being a good skater. And so she posted like, like if you like in regards to getting sponsored, it has nothing to do with your skill level. You could yeah. have, you could have, oh, 100%. yeah, you could have a label and this is, this is not just skateboarding. You know, this is anything. This is, you know, photography. You could be a bad photographer and get sponsored by somebody. I'm sure. Um, you it's have, like, you have no idea. Yeah. Like, I, like it's, it's insane. It's your, it's, and what she said is it's your marketability. Yes. That's 100% what it is. You are the product. Uh, uh, I mean, it, not just marketability, right? Like, I mean, part of it is marketability. Like, you, you as a more often than not, you're good, right? For well, these things, like you're usually have so, so let's, let's qualities. Let's so when someone says marketability, yeah, a lot of times they're talking about uh, like who that person is based on like 
gender, body type, all that bullshit. Gender, like, body type, personality. In that case, like in that case, I like. Yeah, I think that definitely plays into it, but also marketability comes into just like the attention you have. So like just because you have 40,000 followers doesn't necessarily make you good at something versus not good at something, but people are going to see your product if you sponsor them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what she was getting at though. It's it's like yeah, there's some people that aren't great, but like first off, why are we hating on people for enjoying life and having fun? Yeah. Like it's it's not someone's fault that they were enjoying their life and then someone said, "Would you like this free stuff?" Of course, anybody will say yes to that. Yeah. To literally do nothing but post a picture like once a week or not even that. Sometimes it's like just having the right for the company to post pictures of you it with their product. It pisses me off. So like we don't do ads or anything. Right. But like there's a lot of like YouTube stuff peoples who do and maybe we will in the future or whatever mm. but like uh i was watching a creator recently who was like put put an ad in the building in in his video yeah talked about it blah 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 and he's like hey and in his next video he was like hey i just wanted you know like check in with you guys like see if that's cool if i do more of that stuff and blah 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 yeah and i'm like of course that's cool like <laughs> we, we get it you're you're here to make money, do a job. You got a hustle going on. Um, like, that's I, I the, don't, like I don't really give a shit. Like if someone someone does an ad read for forty seconds, no, or two I because first off, I can skip it if I really don't want to hear it. Yeah, but a lot of times, and this is what the companies are banking on. I don't skip it because I think maybe it's an interesting product that I've not heard of before. Yeah, or that I'm just not familiar with, and that's what they bank on, and it totally works. Obviously. Basically, don't get pissed off at creators doing ads or like whatever. Like they're they're living their life, whether you like that product or not. Like if, if you enjoy the creator, yes. then for them to be able to continue to do that, they're going to need advertisers. They're going to need income from it somehow. That's yeah. just what how it is. Uh, there was um something Bernie from Rooster Teeth said. He's like, um, he purchased YouTube Red or mm -hmm. YouTube Premium, whatever it was, uh, and he's like. Yeah, it's probably stupid, and yeah, it doesn't really give me like a lot of benefits at all. But he's like, I had a serious thought one day as I was sitting down watching YouTube. He's like, I watch a lot of fucking YouTube, and he's like, if I want to keep this platform the way that it is and keep it running, like they rely on people buying shit like that. So he's like, you know, what what's five dollars? You know, whatever it is, five dollars, ten dollars a month. He's like, what's five ten dollars a month for this platform that I consume every single day? I would love for YouTube to not be free anymore. Mm -hmm. It for it to like turn into like a like a, like Apple Cloud, ninety nine cent subscription, two dollar subscription, and then uh, they revert their whole like at. So like if you if you're not familiar with YouTube, YouTube uh, like kind of narrows creators down into certain categories, uh, so their their content is more marketable. Right. Like you were mentioning. Right. So, like, if you produce content like us where you're, like, cursing and then, like, drinking alcohol and talking about beer and we, we're not very marketable. We cannot get paid from YouTube. No. There, we there's cannot never cannot get paid from YouTube. Or at least it would be very little. Yeah. Next to nothing. The only way that we could pretty even, much get paid by doing YouTube is having people sponsor us and us do their ad reads during our video. Even if we, which wouldn't be paid by YouTube, 
Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but like, even if we had millions of views on each video, like, not getting paid much from YouTube, just right. just for how their advertisements work. Mm-hmm. But if you know they move to more of a subscription model, where it's not much, I don't think it would take to where you know they would roll some of that back where like they were just like you advertise on the videos you advertise mm-hmm. which i think is best for content creation yeah it is um from a creator's standpoint or from a viewer standpoint even like you know i don't i don't really give a shit that like on this minecraft video i'm watching uh you know I don't need to see purple mattresses ad pop up on a Minecraft video. Well, what I'm saying, I'm actually saying the opposite. I'm like, I like, like, why should it matter? I mean, I guess like from like from an AdSense perspective, it should be geared towards me. But from like a what YouTube is selling to like, I don't, I don't know. It's a complicated topic. Yeah, like I personally don't care. I, yeah, I mean, there's. There's like an ad at the I'm gonna beginning. I'm going to buy a mattress one day, you know. <laughs> I'm like this close, if I'm being honest. Um, I, well, I will say this. Although I didn't buy a mattress, I could I could probably confidently say that all of those fucking purple ads did force me to buy a new bed frame. It wasn't purple, but I did You're buy like, a I bed frame. I need an upgrade. Yeah, I need an upgrade. Something's got to change. Like this is constantly on my mind. Because that's the other thing is, like, I know my, my box springs sucked ass. I know it hurt my back, of course. But having that constant iteration of that every day, I watch YouTube saying, hey, purple mattress, hey, this is really comfy. I'm like, I'm not comfy. I don't I like re- what I'm doing. evaluate my situation. Exactly. Um, One ad that I get, like, so fucking often yeah. is these sour strips. Do you get that? Mm-mm. I try to look it up because I get it like all the time on Instagram. Interesting. Sour strips. Sour strips. And I even Googled it because I was like, sour strips ad. Right. That's what I was going to do. Like crazy everywhere. Like something like that. I Googled it just to see if there's anyone else who's getting it crazy like me. Yeah. There's not. Is this this it though? Are those it? I think so. Yeah. Just Google sour strips and it's like the first result. Yeah, exactly that. Okay. I get ads for that like five, six times a day. I've seen this once. I don't remember where, but like it looks familiar. I know I've seen it like once. Uh, so I don't. Interesting. I don't know why. Uh, I I mean I love sour strips. <laughs> We've talked about it on the podcast before. It pairs really well with Johnny Utah. Mm, but not this specific. Not brand. that brand. Yeah. No, no, no. But like sour, yeah. like candy like that it's like yeah you you, you throw warheads in your fucking vodka like they're always listening man but yeah and on that note (laughs) let's rate this beer let's rate since we're on the second one yeah fair enough uh look bit of a haze boy it is hazy it's yellow yeah got like an orange yellowy orange yeah i mean it's just it looks like a mango it looks like a mango yeah it It looks like a mango it smells like a mango tastes like a mango um, I, I'm really happy with this. I'm really happy with this. I'm on my second one, and I feel the exact same as my first sip. Like I'm about to open up another one after I f- we finish this. It's beautiful. It, it's good, it's, and it, it it tastes relatively light, but it is six point seven, so it is pushing that seven percent, which is like that medium to high range as far as beers go. Like, yeah, I mean, solid. 
I think 6.5, in my opinion, is the ideal IPA percentage. Yeah, I th- when I hear eight, I think double IPA. Yeah. If it's a single IPA at 8%, I'm like, whoa, this is going to be a hefty boy. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally with you. I'm, like, on par with my first taste. This is – I'm enjoying this. I really like this. Uh, smell? I literally have absolutely it's nothing just to say. It's, it's mango. It's just mango. It's mango. Yes. No other smell to this beer than a mango. Taste? Um – you want to break it down top bottom? I'm gonna because give it, I'm going to give it a good smink. Please give it a good smink. Uh, I don't know what I taste first, mango or hops, personally, because uh, I don't think I've thought about it throughout this whole podcast, even though that's okay. probably what we're supposed to I got to, something to really do. weird, and I know it's wrong, but can you can you smell this? Yeah, 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 really yeah, yeah. With the thought. Okay, go on. Of Hold you... on, wait. Let me try it first, Okay, and then you say it, and then I'll go again. Okay. See if I... Smell, smink. Smell. Okay. I didn't even smink yet. Okay. Cubed cheddar cheese. <laughs> Again, real one. weird. Like at the back end, at the very back end of the smell. So. <laughs> If you got like it, I'm going to be blown away. So you're you're wrong. Okay, perfect. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear. But I wanted to be wrong. I understand this like dry sweet flavor it's that right. could be conceived as cheese. I I can relate to that. It's like the very end, like the back of your nostrils. I yeah, I would like, I would never weird. say that that smells like cheese. Um but maybe I'm just, I, I, dude. I maybe I'm just okay. a little bitch. Maybe it's my beer. I doubt it. I think it's just me. Now get like in there. Get in there. Again, I know what. No? You, okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Like I said, it's that uh, okay. dry, creamy sweetness. Okay, you give it a smink and 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 taste. Yeah. Well. So well then you know maybe maybe you're right maybe that's what I'm saying is you're right but I would not attribute that smell to cheese but you're right maybe that's what I should say dude I'm, my mind is blown right now I did a smink and like I can't trust Elizabeth okay. I was gonna I say we should ask her no but she's not, very no. easily persuadable so I just okay. I can't do that okay all right do smink. the smink. The middle of your tongue is going to taste like mango. The edges of your tongue are going to taste like cheese. Like you just bit into a burger. See, I think the full thought of burger is important. I don't think cheese specific, but it's that cheese meat combo that I could get on board with. But it's weird. It's got like this, like I'll, I'll. This is. Can I? Let me say this to end it. It's let, not bad. Let me. Let me. No, it's it, not bad. It it's sounds not weird. No, it's weird. It, it's not bad. It's, it's not a bad thing. Let me say this to to end to end this conversation. Fucking conversation. It eerily has <laughs> notes of cheese throughout the smell and taste. It it eerily has subtle notes of cheese throughout the smell and taste. 
And uh, again, it's not a bad thing. It's like you really have to think about it. Like if you're just drinking this passively, you're really not gonna like just say that tastes like cheese. It's you gotta think. You gotta, like really gotta like dive deep and think about you, that. You asked me to break it down. No, I understand I, like, that. I, I and you into, got. I went into like you were in Zen mode, man. Like, like tasting everything I could taste, and I was like, "Fuck, it's got like some cheesiness." I don't think I've <laughs> ever opened my eyes that much while drinking a beer. I think I need to work. I got some personal growth to obtain, honestly. Uh, can you do this without talking about cheese, or should I do the taste? <laughs> no, I think I think I can. I th- I think I can scrub that from my brain. Okay, seriously, go. Uh, if you're watching this video. Still, you could probably find this anywhere in the country. So go get it. it's buy good. this beer. Come Please. back to the video and tell us if you taste cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm, I want to know. I'm for it, like I'm for it. Like really, like focus. Do you taste cheese? I am for it. That being said, let's <laughs> let's move <laughs> off the cheese topic. A worked up, buddy. Getting hot. All right, taste. It's weird. I know it's <laughs> not disagreeing with I was, you. I, I know that that's my issue is that like I was hoping you were like <laughs> that because there's been times where I have weird thoughts and you're like that's absolutely one hundred percent wrong. I sh- and yeah, I'm I like, shut okay. you down. Yeah, I just shut you down. Like no, not. But then no. then you gave it a really deep smell and you're like, well, I I can't disagree with you. Something is there. <laughs> Something is there, and I know <laughs> that's the thing is I could pinpoint what you're talking about. Like see you, you're like I see how you got there. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm going down that path. I'm I am here I'm not with you. Say you're right. I'm not gonna say you're right. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. <laughs> but I'm here with you on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's move past it. Taste. I can't move past it. <laughs> All right. No okay. seriously. So it's it's a uh, good description. On the taste, is it tastes like fresh cut up mango, but like the juice of it, not like the meat. Like the the smell tastes like the meat. I think the taste is very like mango juice. Can I? Uh, I I think directly before that, like the second this hits the tip of your tongue, you get uh, a bitterness. Like the hops kind of shine first. It's not for long. It's not for long. The the mango juice hops right in. The driver's seat, like immediately. But I think that initial hit on the tongue is that, like, a little bit of a herbaly hoppiness. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think you, they, so you have this listed on hops. They have Citra, Simcoe, and Cascade. Mm-hmm. I think the Simcoe stands out more than both. It's, mm-hmm. and I think that is why, is because that's the upfront flavor, personally. Yeah. I don't know how they I actually I need to know what the full ingredients of this beer are. I need to know if they put mangoes in this they, beer. They had to. There's no way you could just get this from from the hops they put in. No. There's no way. Uh but also I love Simcoe hops, so that that really points me to why I love this beer. Yeah. I said uh I don't know. I might love this beer. I don't know. I like it. I really, I, I like it. I lot. really like I, it. I'm gonna get this beer again, probably. Yep, I will too. It's tasty. Yeah. Um. So we got first. We get this like Simcoe hop bite, and then very 
quickly, like very quickly followed by mango juice. Yeah. It's really not, it, this really isn't a complex beer. Mm-mm. Like, if you're expecting us to like fully break down different flavors, it's, it's. We're really it's diving just, deep. They, they really nailed like that mango IPA. I, I think they achieved that. Basically, nailed it. How, how would you describe the finish? Because it's not like sticky. It's not like overly syrupy or sweet. I wouldn't even. I don't even know if I would say dry. No, it's like a. It's a light sugar coating, similar to after you're eating fruit. Like it kind of leaves your mouth like a little bit thirsty, almost like. Uh, if you had a few of these, you you probably want some water, kind of thing. It's not dry, um, especially when you first, especially during my first one, right? It tasted crisp. It's like eating mm-hmm. your first chunk of pineapple. You're like, oh, that is mm-hmm. really delicious. But if you eat yeah. like five or six chunks of pineapple, and then you're like, I could, I could do a glass of water. Yeah, so could, it's just a, it's just a drink. light sugar coating, for sure. Yeah, no, this is a. I don't think we have given this description to a beer in a while. But I will say that this beer, like drink after drink, it makes you thirsty for more of this beer in a good way. Yeah. Like, because, uh, you know, we ha- we've we had overly sweet beers where you're like, fuck, like I do, like I want a glass of water after this beer. Or we've had some beers where like, damn, this beer is just so dry. Like, you know, I, I just, uh, it, ju- it just leaves a dry mouth. It, it leaves this dry sensation in my mouth that I just want to quench, whether it's be- more beer or water. This one is different. I think you just want to just keep drinking this beer. That's how I feel. I'm very pro this beer. I feel like you want to poke holes in this, but you're coming up empty. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of stuck in my brain right now. <laughs> you got cheese in the mind? No, <laughs> okay. I got something else on my mind. Okay. I'm, I'm wondering how this beer tastes with Aperol. Oh, interesting. Because um, Aperol's got this very orange and herbally note. And yeah, I wonder if more how dry. That would, I wonder how that would play. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Should I go get a little Aperol right now? Yeah. I mean, just bring, just grab a couple of glasses and grab the bottle. It'll be quicker. Um, this is weird. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually super weird uh, because this is not an alcohol that, first off, I've ever had before fucking hanging out with Levi. Uh, second off, it is just a very weird uh, alcohol, in my opinion. Like like you said, it's very citrusy. Um, it's dry, but like... Like never do I want to just drink Aperol. Like that's just not my thing. Maybe it's maybe some of you guys really thoroughly enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe some of you guys are more familiar with it. Um, not my favorite, but sometimes it's like the exact spark in a drink that I need. Like I was saying, like sometimes Aperol is like exactly what I need in a fucking drink. Or yeah, like so. it's not my favorite. Like I would never just drink Aperol, but sometimes like a splash of that in a drink is exactly what it needs. I'm very Italian, so I love my aperitivos. Um, Aperol, obviously, one of the more popular ones. Yeah. Uh, again, citrusy, herbally, bitter. That's a lot, by the way. You are really I'll, confident in this. 
I'm not gonna pour that much. I just I just poured some in a glass. Oh, you're gonna like, pour it in the okay. I thought you were like take a sip of each or Oh no, I'm tight in. Okay. You can do you can do sip after I pour it in. Yeah, I'll do uh I'll do sip and then I'll pour a little in. Look at that color too. That's cool. Very blood orange. Very blood orange looking. Ooh, this smells weird. But like good. I'm so curious about this. Like, did you nail it or did you nail it? It's... Okay. Was it not what you were hoping, though? No, it's... Oh, yeah? It's weird. It, like, tones down the mango, like, 100%. Like, you still get it, but it doesn't have, like, the sourness of a mango. Um. Oh, man, that is funky. Whoa. And then it adds this like herbal back taste instead of like the sugary coating, you get like this herbal, bitter, savory kind of finish to it. Grassy almost. Yeah, that uh <clears throat> do you wanna try the back and forth before I dump some in okay. mine? Here, here, you wanna just Yeah, right. Uh I went beer, Aperol beer. I think that was the best way to go. Whoa, that was a good addition in the beer, right? It's funky. It's cool. That's really right here, buddy. You nailed that one. That's that's pretty solid. And again, I like you have added Aperol to a couple of drinks where I'm like, great job, because I, you know, you've had, you've, yeah, you've had me try it straight, and I'm not the biggest fan. I'm like, it's a little funky. Uh, it's it's not my thing. It has this really dry aftertaste. Like if you're just drinking Aperol, I don't like that at all. Uh, almost like a gin aftertaste. Uh, not the flavors so much as like the feel. And uh, but the drinks you put it in, I'm like I'm for it. I'm like yeah, that's fantastic. And much like this beer, G fucking G, buddy, because uh, I I think you just had an epiphany and nailed it. It's good. Yeah, no, that's good. It's good. The back and forth and the mix. It's good. Yeah. I like the mix because it helps the flavors blend better. But this was but I liked this route being able to like I think I think this is a good like like if you if you bought a six pack or more and you're like, I really love this beer, I want to keep drinking it, but I'm a little mangoed out. I wanna I wanna mellow that sweetness out a little bit. This is just like you just drop a little bit of this in there. Hear me out. So you drop a little bit of that in there. Maybe add a little bit more beer. Then add some whiskey in there with an with uh, orange peel. Yeah, you can play with it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, kind of make a cocktail out of it. I yeah. think it could be really good. But like, this beer is very mixable. I'll say that. Yeah, I I agree. That's nice. Wow. Uh, let's rate this beer. You know, uh, this is a fun one. Yeah. No, I I've I've thoroughly enjoyed this a lot. Um. Okay. Uh, again, echoing last week, this is this has become one of my more favorite parts of the episode because how much better this fucking scale is. All right. Do you want to three, two, one it? No, I have, okay, don't I'm, have it. I'm yet. ready. So okay. let me, well, do you want to three, two, one it once you're ready? I will want to do that. Okay. Yes. Um. 
yeah, I, I, I knew exactly what category I'm in, so it's, yeah. I want to be generous, but I want to be fair. Yep. I'm right there with you. You know, so I don't want to throw out something that I'd want to then dial back later. But like. Here, I'll just tell you my rating. No, wait. Okay, tell me yours. I'm a 4.1. Wow, okay. Uh, Reason being. uh, So I'll give you kind of the complete reasoning why it's on the lower end of the 4 to 4.5, but why it's still in that awesome category. Because I was going 4.4. Wow. So I'll give you my my, my lower reasoning. Because uh, while it is true, so uh, the description of awesome um, or amazing, if you will, would, is a couple things I would tweak, smaller flavors that might not sit well, for example, too tropical. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, like, the concept is nailed. The overall flavors are, are, are killed, and it's just great. So why lower on the 4 to 4.5? Yep. Um, I, the one, the one critique, Mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of depth to the beer. So it's like, if your beer is very one dimensional, it's really easy to nail a concept. That's true. Um, so while I think it's a great beer, it's in that awesome category, they nailed what they're going for. I think it's very simple. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like, like the Aperol twist. I think, I think that really helps out in the sense of like adding some complexity. Like I said, yeah, you, you said that even like in the middle of our rating, you said, you know, we're really breaking this taste down for what really is a simple beer. Yeah. You said that at the beginning of the rating. Um, so it's like the, with adding the Aperol really kind of solidified me. It's in that lower fours because, I added a little bit of Aperol. It toned down some of the mango-ness, yeah. added some some complexity at the end, while mm-hmm. I still think retaining a lot of what the beer was going for. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean the beer's bad. That just means I added something to it, and I liked the outcome. Yeah. Um, but it does, it does show how very one-dimensional the beer is. No, you're totally right. You, you're totally right. Um. I, and, and I don't d- disagree with that in the slightest. I think where I was caught was, okay, look at the top of the scale at perfect. Yep. Would not change a single thing about this beer. It's close. It's close to that. I, I'm, and, and I was sitting here and I said, I don't, like, unless someone said, hey, this, and then I could agree on that with them, I can't think of on hey, my own. Could taste a little less like cheese. <laughs> I don't know what I would do to change this beer. But that being said, it still doesn't feel like it breaks that precipice of being like a perfect beer, like up there in that core, uh, up up there in, in that uh, section of uh, the rating. Like I, there's just something about it that's, that I would say is missing. And maybe that is due to the simplistic nature of the beer where it's like, it just, doesn't have a lot of different levels. It's like again, like we you know, the, well, le- really the levels, good. yeah, the level, yeah, it is really good beer. Uh, the levels are hoppy, 
mango. And the even beer? the hoppiness is like, like, like a tenth of a second, right? Oh, like, I, uh, here's, what I, here's what I think happens to the hops, if I could paint a thought picture for you, is yeah, uh, the, the hops hit you right on the nose first, like I said, in taste. And then I think the the hop flavor then... Cheese does. <laughs> I think the hop flavor, this bitterness, creates a very thin boundary around the rest of that mango In which body. The mango goes right through the ceiling of that bitterness. It just just right through. And uh yeah, it's it's like all all of the taste has this like bitter aspect, although very minuscule. I still think it's present throughout the whole beer personally. Yeah. Uh, but but anyways, yeah, so I digress. Um, really good beer. I think it's awesome, amazing. Maybe it's due to the fact that uh, it's very simplistic. I don't know. I just I, I, There's just something that you feel when you drink this beer. You're like, I don't think it quite breaks that, uh, doesn't quite break through to the perfect level. But it is really good. It's close. It's very close. So I'm going with 4.4. You got 4.1. We're both in that same lower A section. Uh it's a good beer. Like you said, I and I echo that. I, w- I will buy this beer. So it's a good one. So let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, do you taste the cheese? <laughs> if you got Aperol, it's most important. throw that in there and let us know what you think. Please do. Or tell us that's a dumb idea. Uh, and what what do you what rating are you going to give this beer if you pick it up? And which you should. Like if you have access to buying the 1985 IPA Just from New like Belgium. All of America because they distribute everywhere. Um, pick it up. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you think mango fucking sucks and it's a... You're wrong, but it's fine. Five. I don't know. It's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear everyone else's thoughts on this, honestly. Because I'm thoroughly enjoying this and I'm excited to have more. All right. Later, guys. See ya.